Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. For our forgiveness. God, we thank you for all you did for us. We'll never forget it. We'll never forget it. And this is a, a very, very real and vivid reminder of this. Amen. And this is something we shouldn't think about just during communion, just during Easter, but all year round. Think about what he did for us. Amen. He wants to heal us 365 days a year. He wants to forgive our sins every day. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. John chapter 14 and verse number 19. John 14, 19. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me. Because I live, ye shall live also. Amen. Thank God. Because I live, ye shall live also. Never worry. Never be afraid. Because he lives. We got a shot. We got a chance. We got a... Amen. A dream that can come true. We got a life that can be a great life. Because he lives. Thank you for your word, Lord. It's anointed. Blessed to every heart and mind in this place. In Jesus' name. And we pray for a power of your spirit and a resurrection power to be in this house today. Amen. All the way till the the last amen. In Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Amen. I want to preach on because he lives. Because he lives. Amen. You know, there have been many notable people in the past that have led great causes and movements which forever alter the history of mankind. Many of these leaders ultimately died for their cause. And we read about them in the history books. Amen. But the thing that is most unique about the cause of Christianity is the empty tomb of Jesus. Praise God. The resurrection of Jesus is the driving force behind Christianity. Amen. Without it, Christianity would be just another religion. Amen. Paul is very emphatic about this subject in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 12. Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. If Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, and you are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Amen. Praise God. So, in other words, Paul was trying to to go against the the, the talk of that day, saying there was no resurrection of the dead. Amen. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then I'm wasting my time up here preaching to you. If there was no resurrection of the dead, we might as well not have faith in God. If there's no resurrection of the dead, we haven't been forgiven of our sins. If there's no resurrection of the dead, those that have lived their lives and died in Christ, they did it in vain. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
If we only live for Christ because of this life and no promise of a resurrection, amen, then it's not what it was all cracked up to be. But I'm happy to report this morning, amen, that the sting of death did not keep him and the power of the grave could not hold him. Hallelujah. He's alive. He rose. He rose. Hallelujah. So as predicted by Jesus, he rose again the third day, never to die again. Amen. He has now has in his hand the keys to death, hell, and the grave. Amen. And he, he has all power in heaven and in earth. Hallelujah. The Romans would not take somebody off the cross. Amen. Until he was dead. He was verified that he had passed away. And so he did rise from the dead. That's why the soldier pierced him in the side to make sure that he was actually dead his disciples hastily buried his body for uh, prepared his body for burial and then in the borrowed tomb of Joseph of Arimathea they put him and then they rolled the stone over the over the front of that uh, that grave they put a Roman uh, centurion guard on that 24 7 for the next 72 hours amen and they watched that grave and then on that fateful morning that glorious morning that Easter morning if you will which was the first day of the week on Sunday, the stone was rolled away and nobody was in there. Amen. It was empty. And that's what we're celebrating this Sunday morning. Praise God. We got a, not only do we have an empty cross, we got an empty tomb also. We got an empty tomb. He is risen, just like he said he would. Some of the disciples came to the tomb very early Sunday morning, found the tomb empty, and all they saw in there, amen, beside his grave clothes uh, with no body in it, they all of a sudden appeared to them two men, shining, bright, uh, amen. There were angels, uh, amen, that came and appeared to them and asked them a very important question in Luke 24. Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is, he's not here, he's risen. What are you doing here seeking the living among the dead? Didn't you believe what he said? And I think that's a question we all should be asking ourselves in 2019. Amen. Why do so many people seek living things, seek life, seek happiness among dead things? Amen. Among things that are of darkness and things that are, amen, of of things that don't have any life. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you, you want life, you seek, amen, Jesus Christ because he's alive. Praise God. He's alive. After his resurrection, Jesus showed himself alive to many people for 40 days. He wanted to make sure there was no doubt that he had risen and was alive just as he had spoken. Amen. Acts 1 verse 3 said, To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. Many, many irrefutable, undeniable truths. Amen. Being seen of them 40 days. He, amen. He didn't just show, he didn't just resurrect and then one day showed up, said hi to a few people, and then went up into heaven. No, for 40 days, 
Amen. He was walking around, showing up, disappearing, popping in, popping out, and talking to people all over the place so that everybody would know that he is alive. It's not just a Bible thing. Amen. You can prove the resurrection outside the Bible. Amen. There, there's a, the, the, the uh, historian, the ancient uh, famous historian Josephus. He was a Jewish historian. He was not a fan of Christianity. In fact, he was an opponent of Christianity in many ways. And yet in his writings, uh, amen, he even said, it is undeniable that something very miraculous and strange happened with, with regards, uh, amen, to the body of Jesus. Uh, hallelujah. He even admitted, uh, amen, we don't know what happened. Praise God. It could be what he said it would happen, that he rose from the dead. It's not just a Bible thing. It's a, it's a world thing. Amen. Jesus said anybody should be able to see that I'm alive. The Bible records that he appeared ten times over a period of 40 days. And that's just Bible recordings, but who knows how many. Because, you know, the Bible, they had to, he had to kind of, we think the Bible's a pretty big book, and it is. Amen. 66 books, 1,189 chapters. But even John said in chapter 20, if everything that Jesus did and said would be written, amen, not even the world could contain the books, amen, that could be written. You talk about, amen, carrying around. Like when I was a kid, we had the Britannica Encyclopedia, right? You know, the volume A through volume Z, amen. And it took up like three or four shelves on the bookcase. Praise God. Well, the Bible would have been bigger than that. We'd have to be carrying the Bible around on a dolly if we would have put everything in there that Jesus did because he did more than what we even wrote even was written in the Bible praise God that's just the stuff that we have to see and it was enough amen it already blows my mind I don't know how we could take even more than that hallelujah but I'm telling you what he at least appeared 10 times in those 40 days that was recorded in the Bible he appeared to Mary and Magdalene at the tomb amen he appeared to two men walking on the road to Emmaus, and he was disguised, and they didn't know him until the very end. And then 1 Corinthians 15 said he appeared to 500 of his followers all at the same time. He also appeared in the upper room, that same upper room they had that last supper, that first communion, and that foot washing session that we talked about on Thursday night. Amen. He appeared in that upper room. Amen. And he had to say, fear not, because they thought they were seeing a ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, hey, come and touch me. Amen. A spirit doesn't have flesh and bone like you see me have. Amen. I'm not like a, I'm not an angel. And I'm not a man anymore. I'm a glorified body. Hallelujah. I'm risen. I died and I rose again and I got a resurrected body praise God but you can touch me one time he appeared to the the apostles in the upper room and one of them wasn't there Thomas and then Jesus disappeared and then Thomas walked in and they said hey you just missed Jesus yeah right can I pull my leg no I'm serious he was just here oh yeah right well unless I put my finger where in, in his wrist where those spikes were amen and my thrust my fist in the side where the spear was I will not believe that you guys I think you guys are pulling my leg so Jesus being the awesome God he is made a special trip back again amen he knew that they all all of them were there amen including thomas and he said he said you know peace be unto you thomas come here 
I like that. Hey, it's good to see you guys. Thomas, this is your visit. Come on over here. Uh, yes, get over here and put your finger. I, I heard you. Amen. I wasn't there, but I'm God and I heard you. Put your finger right here in these holes where those spikes were. Put your fist in my side. Be not faithless, but believing. Amen. John 20 says it like this. Then said he to Thomas, reach hither thy finger and behold my hands. Reach hither thy hand and thrust it in my side. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, my Lord and my God. Amen. My Lord and my God. See, that's why we call him Doubting Thomas, right? Because he doubted them. But he got, he, 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 he's not a doubter anymore. After that, he was not a doubting Thomas. And I like what verse 29 said. Jesus saith unto, them, unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Hallelujah. Amen. That would be me. And that would be you. Blessed are we that have not had the luxury of seeing like Thomas saw. But we still believe just as much. Hallelujah. That he is risen. I stand here in this pulpit without a shadow of a doubt. Amen. With all of my heart and mind, strength and soul. And I believe unequivocally without fail that Jesus rose again the third day and he's alive forevermore and he ascended up into heaven and he sent the Holy Ghost back and he's coming back in the rapture of the church and he's coming back to set this world straight someday. You're not going to find any bones of Jesus. You're not going to find any bones of Jesus. Amen. He's alive and well sitting on the throne, and he has all power has been given unto him in heaven and earth. Amen. Now, if he has all the power, whoever had the power doesn't have the power anymore. But there's no problem with that because he was always God, he was always God so he, he, it's fine. Amen. But he had to go through that test he had to pass as a human being and going through and finishing the course and going through all that suffering, hanging on the cross and dying for our sins. And then once he passed that test, amen, he, 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 he you know, made the grade, uh, the human side of him passed the test, and he ascended up into heaven in a glorified state, amen, to forever be the image of the invisible God. Amen. When we get to heaven, we'll see Jesus. Amen. Praise God. The Spirit of God still fills heaven and earth. Amen. And you can't see it. It's so big. Amen. It's from there to there and it's all over the place. Amen. It's filling this room right here. It's filling outside. It's filling all this everywhere. Amen. This whole heaven and earth is filled with His Spirit. But we'll be able to see, amen, Jesus Christ sitting on the throne when we get up there. Hallelujah. Because He lives, our text verse said, we will live also. Not just in this life, but in the life to come. Amen. Praise God. So I don't care what some commercial has been saying for years and years since I was a little kid. You only live once. Go for the gusto. Amen. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, I, I know I only live once, 
And then and I got to live it right. And I got to live it according to God. Because if I don't go for the right gusto, if I don't go for God, amen, and if I don't put my whole life into Him, amen, then that one life I had will not be what I needed to be. And when I stand before Him, it won't be a pretty picture. But I'm so happy and glad to know that because He lives, and because He rose, and because He died, I, my sins can be forgiven. Amen. And through His name, I can be prepared to meet my Maker and stand before Him and hear my name called out of the land. Book of Life. Praise God. And hear that well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. Because he lives. Amen. So when Lazarus died, Jesus was good friends with Lazarus and his two sisters, Mary and Martha. When Lazarus died and Jesus on purpose waited a couple days because he had a greater purpose to show them. Verse number 21, when he finally got to Bethany where they were, where the house was, and sure enough, Lazarus had died and already been buried in the cave. Verse 21 said, Then Martha said unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said unto her, unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. And he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Amen. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. That's what I'm trying to, he was trying to tell her, hey, you know what? You don't have to wait till the last day. Praise God. If you believe God, and he was getting ready to raise his, his her sister, his uh, her uh, brother right back up out of that grave. Amen. If she would have had faith for the resurrection at the, at the last day, that, that's, that's fine. But he wanted her to have faith right now. Amen. God wants us to have faith right now, folks. I know that he rose again so that we someday, amen, if we die in Christ, we have the promise that we'll raise from the dead. Amen. And we'll get out of here with him. Praise God. But he wants us to have an overcoming life. He wants to have an abundant life. He wants us to have resurrection resurrection power right now not for that time but right now also amen in other words she was saying well i know my brother's you know gonna be okay at, at the at the at the last day in the resurrection but you know i'm just sad about right now i mean i if you would have been here he would have been okay i'm here now I'm the resurrection of the life. Let's go. Show me where you buried him. Walked over there. Lazarus, come forth. And he got out of the grave. Amen. Martha, I want you to have now faith. I want you to have now resurrection faith. Not just tomorrow faith, but now faith. Because he lives, we can have, amen, our miracle today. And not say, well, I know, God, you can do it next month or a couple years from now or whatever. Amen. Oh, no, he can do it right now because he's the resurrection and the life. We don't have to wait for a particular resurrection set in time in the future. He is. His spirit is the resurrection and the life. And his spirit lives inside of us. His spirit is in this church. Let's believe God right now for what we need. Amen. What a fantastic promise. I don't have to be afraid because he lives. 
I don't have to worry because he lives. I don't have to lose hope because he lives. I don't have to be depressed because he lives. I don't have to feel helpless because he lives. And because he lives, I have more purpose in my life. And because he lives, I have more meaning in my life. And more fulfillment in my life. Because he lives, my life can be full of joy and peace and satisfaction. Amen. And we can all enjoy this resurrection power by being born again of the water and the spirit. By obeying the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. That's what this weekend's all about, right? Amen. The death, burial, Friday commemorates His crucifixion, and today commemorates His resurrection, death, burial, and resurrection. That's the gospel. You want to know what the, someone tells you, hey, what, what good news can you tell me today? Uh, I mean, besides if I got a raise or not, or if I'm on vacation? Hey, no. What good news can you tell me? Yeah. Amen. Jesus died and he was buried. But the really good news is he rose again. And because of that third thing, amen, that really puts the power in the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus told us we must be born again if we are to see or enter into the kingdom of God. And that's how we get the resurrection power in our life. Praise God. Luke chapter 17 Said verse 20 said, And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. It's not somewhere where you, you see it or somewhere where you go. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there, for the kingdom of God is within you. You see, the kingdom of God is not a place. It's not a geographical location. It's not some walled city somewhere, amen, that we have to take a boat to or a plane to. Amen. It does not come with observation. The kingdom of God is inside of you. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So we become part of the church, which is the kingdom of God, the spiritual kingdom on earth. Paul said it this way in Romans 14, 17, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of God. That's the resurrection power that comes. Amen. When we receive that power in our lives. And finally, Paul said in Romans chapter 8, If the Spirit of Him that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, that means to make alive, your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelleth in you. Amen. So you see, folks, we got to have His Spirit in us so we can defy gravity someday. And whether I am alive and remain when the trumpet sounds or I'm dead in Christ, amen, I'll be able to get out of the grave by the resurrection power. Amen. He was the first fruits of the resurrection and he started some beautiful thing that we can be a part of and we can be a part. And every time someone receives the Spirit of God in their lives, amen, they become part of that resurrection power and they ensure that someday, amen, they will get out. They'll just be caught up and leave this place. 
Amen. And it's all because he lives. I'm so glad. I'm not following a fable. I'm not following a fairy tale. I'm not following something that somebody made up. I'm following the greatest thing on on heaven and earth. Amen. The church of the living God, Jesus Christ, because he lives. Would you stand with me? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, we love you today. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.